holding in Pedic Bays. Um, on page, um, page uh, 12 on the bottom, holding where it says, like three lines from the bottom, where it says key. Okay, so what we were saying is like we're discussing, we asked the question, we asked, how is it possible that there are madregis in the Shams? Right? We mentioned that what it says in Kisve Arizal, that there are different generations, the generation of the Ovis and Meish Rabbeinu, they are like the Reish, so to speak. The Neshamas are like the Reish. There's like one big body. Adam Arishim was like a body of Neshamas, so to speak. The Neshamas, which are from the Reish of Adam Arishim, Meish Rabbeinu, the Ovis. Then there's our generation, is called Ikvisa the Meshicha. We explained, Ikvisa means Loshan Akvayim, heels, that we're like the heels, just like the heels is so much more insignificant and, and so much of a less um, important part of the body than the head. Same thing, our neshamas are on such a much, a much of a lower level than the neshamas of the Meish Rabbein and the Avis. Same thing within every generation itself. That's if you're talking about the general span of all of Yiddishkeit, of all of all over the Meshach but in every generation itself also, in that generation there's like a goof, there's neshamas which are Bavchinas Reish, and there's neshamas which are Bavchinas Akvayim, so on a lower level. So the question was, if neshamas are chilek lakam mamish, every neshama comes from the chachma of the Ebeshter, which is meyuchah with the Ebeshter himself, how is it possible to speak about chalukim madregis and neshamas, right? That's, that was what we were in the middle of discussing. So we gave a marshal to explain the, to, give, to, to answer this question. The marshal was from a, a son that's born from a father. So you have the tipas azera, which the tipas azera comes from the meyuch of the father, from the brain of the father. And what comes out of that tipas azera comes an entire body. And the entire body of the sun includes the reish, which is very similar to the source of, in other words, where it's coming from, to the reish of the father, where that's where the tipa zed is coming from. And it also includes tiponayim shabaregel, it also includes mm-hmm. nails of the feet, nails which are so insignificant in comparison to the head. But they're all part of the, they all come from the tip of the father. In other words, if you're looking at the tiponayim, what is that? That's also the tip of the father. It's not something different. It was the way it's, uh, it's manifested itself in something so much lower, but what is it, by nature, what is it? It's really the part of the father, the head of the father, so to speak. Um, just to explain a little bit more, maybe the Moshal, this way we'll uh, also when we get to the Nimshal, will give, give us more of an understanding also. So when we talk about Tzipanayim Shebregel, what, what is Tzipanayim Shebregel? Tzipanayim Shebregel is a part of the body of a person. Right? You have in the person, you have his, you have his brain, and you have his Tzipanayim. The Yishalmi, the Yishalmi says, if one, the Yishalmi gives a mashal on the Indian of Leisinkim, Leisinte, you shouldn't take revenge. The Yishalmi says, let's say your right hand took a knife, and by mistake, it knocked into the left hand. Is the left hand going to go and take revenge against the right hand? Right? Of course not. Why? Because they're one person. It's one body. Yishalmi says the same thing when one yid does something to another yid, because yid are all like one body, so it doesn't make sense that you should take revenge against it. That's the Yishalmi says. So, let me give another example. Let's say you have, similar to that concept of Yishami, let's say you have, you have a head, you have a brain, and you have Tzipanayim Shebedagel, you have the toenails. Is, a, is it shaykh that the brain should go and talk to the toenails and say, look at me, I'm so much greater than you, you're just toenails, I'm a brain. Is that shaykh? In other words, obviously it's not going to happen practically, but even in Havana, can, you, can, you, can someone think of such a, a, a scenario? Of course not. Why not? Not just because, you know, it's, it's everyone, every part of the body has what to add, etc. It's also because 
the, the, the brain doesn't look at the tzipanayim shabaragla as something different by nature than the brain. In other words, what are they? What is, the, what is the brain? The brain is the part of the body. What is the tzipanayim shabaragla part of the body? What are they? They're all the person, the human being. They all make up the human being. It's true that this part of the human being is expressed in the tzipanayim shabaragla and something so much more insignificant, and this part is the brain. That's true. But what are they? What are their true mahus? When you're looking at a brain, you're looking at a brain. When you're looking at a tzipanayim shabaragla, you're looking at a tzipanayim shabaragla. But what are they? What defines them? A human being, a person. Reish of the father. The Reish. It's not, it's not that the Tzipanayim is really by nature a different thing. Something different than the head. It's part of the same body and that's what it is. It's a body. In other words, it ex- what, the, way it's, it's, it, the way it's acting. The acting isn't, doesn't, isn't the right expression when we're talking about Tzipanayim. But the way that it expresses itself. What it looks like. What, it, what you see in front of you. You're seeing something very different when you're looking at Tzipanayim. But what it is, it's the same thing like the head. There's no difference. So that's the same idea over here with Nishamas, right? We have, we have um, what's in the Nimshal? Every single Yid is a Chelek Lekam Imam Mamash. Every single Yid. What's a Chelek Lekam Imam Mamash? We explain. Every Yid is godly by nature. In other words, he doesn't have, he's not a creation. He doesn't have the, 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 the Hester, the Hedlum the Hester, the Hester upon him, the concealment that Hashem made when he creates something that he doesn't allow that creation to access them to being connection, connected to the truth that there's nothing besides the Ebishter. Every Yid could connect to that truth that there's nothing besides the Ebishter because he has a chilek l'kamim with him. That's by every single Yid. And that's what a Yid is. That's the true essence of what a Yid is. The only question is, what are you going to see when you look in front of you? What are you looking at? When you look at a Pasha to Yid, yeah, of course a Pasha to Yid could access that truth too, could be connected to that truth. But how is it going to express itself in Payo Mamash? How is it going to express itself the fact that he believes and lives with the fact that there's nothing besides the Ebishter by a regular Pashtid. A Pashtid can work on himself that he should be totally given over to the Ebishter because of that reality that there's nothing besides the Ebishter. Like we spoke in, the first, in one of the first Yerim about a Benini, that he doesn't do anything that's his own private in Yanam. Everything he does is only what the Ebishter wants because he recognizes that it, there's nothing besides the Ebishter. So how does it make sense that I should do something that the Ebishter doesn't want? Everything that I do has to be for Avedis Hashem. So every Yid could get to that Madrega that everything he does should be connected to Avedis Hashem because there's nothing else besides the Ebishter. What motivates his Avedis Hashem is living with this reality that there's nothing besides the Ebishter. But is he not going to feel any self whatsoever? A regular person can't necessarily be on that Madrega that he doesn't feel himself whatsoever. Even though the truth is that there is nothing, there's only the Ebishter. That truth, he lives with that truth, that motivates him. That's who he really is in, inside. That's who, deep down what he really is, and that's why it expresses itself on some level. But is that what you see in front of you? When you look at a person, you see a person. How does he, how does he look at the world? When he sees a table, does he see Hashem creating a table? Does he see a table? He might understand it intellectually that Hashem is creating the table, and that's all that there is here. But what he sees in front of him is a table. A tzaddik, when you look at a tzaddik, what do you see? You know, the Zaya says, Man Who is the face of Hashem? Zayah says, Rabshim Barichai, how could you say such a thing about a human being? That, that, that sounds almost like Chas Vishalom Avedizadah. To say, Man Pneod and Hashem Darashbi, that Hashem, that Rabshim Barichai, he is the face of Hashem. The answer is, it's the opposite of Avedizadah. It's not Avedizadah, it's the total opposite of Avedizadah. When you're talking about a tzaddik like Rabshim Barichai, he, he, so his life was so not about himself that he was just like a. You know, like a, like a glass to allow the Ebishter to shine through him. There was no him. There was no ego there whatsoever, in the, even in the slightest sense. So just like when you look at the Mayach Shabereish of a person, it's not just that you, if you think about it, what it really is, is a part of the Father. You look at the Mayach of the Reish, you see Mayach. That's what you see in front of you. You see Mayach. You see the, just like the Father has a brain, you're looking at a brain of a son. You see, an, a, a, you see right away that this is one part and parcel. This is one thing with the brain of the Father. Same thing when you look at a Tzaddik, what do you see? 
you see chelik You see that there's nothing besides the Eibushta. That's what a tzaddik is. A tzaddik doesn't is not mail of a master on the on the MS whatsoever that there's anything besides the Eibushta because that's his whole life. There's nothing besides the Eibushta in his life. That's what you're looking at when you see a tzaddik. It says in the Torah says Meish Rabbeinu says Nasati Esav. As we say in in Kishman, I'm I'm going to give Esav I'm going to give you sustenance for your behemoth and for you. This is in Sefer Dvarim. Dvarim it says Meishem Piatzme Amrit. Dvarim is everything in the Torah was given by Hashem, but Dvarim is, is in a different way. Meishem himself, so to speak, said it was was, was inspired by the Eibush to so to speak, but it went through him, right? So what are we talking about a pasuk in one of the first four Chumashim? So if Meishem would say Venasati, you wouldn't have a question what it means Venasati. When he says Venasati, it's not Meishem talking; it's Hashem talking. Hashem maybe is just Shkinim Medaberes Techkrenim, but it's not it's not Meishem. Venasati Eisav Hashem is giving Eisav. But when we're talking about a Chumash Dvarim. Moshe is talking. How could Moshe say in Asati Esav, I'm giving you sustenance? Moshe gives sustenance. The Ebeshter gives sustenance. But that's, that's the same idea like we brought before from the Pshim Bayechoi. Moshe doesn't talk about himself. When Moshe says in Asati, there's no me. There's the Ebeshter. That's it. A tzaddik, like Moshe Rabbeinu, he's a Rosh. You openly, what you see here, you see the brain of the Father. You see Chachm of the Ebeshter. You don't see him. When you're talking about a regular person, what you see in front of you, no, you're not going to see just the Ebeshter when you're looking at a regular Yid. What he really is, he's a chelik lekam mamamish. Therefore, it, there's certain aspects of his life are motivated by that. He can get in touch with that in some level. This reality that there's nothing besides the Eibushter, but you're not only seeing the Eibushter over there. You're seeing some 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 metzias, something which looks that's that's covering over this truth that there's nothing besides the Eibushter. Right? It says that uh, there was tzaddikim that they of talmidim of the bashant of the Magid, that didn't say so much teira. Tzaddikim of Chabad, they all said a lot of teira. That was their derech. But there were other tzaddikim which were mamayit in Taira. Like, uh, like, where was it the other day in uh, 60 Haley? I mentioned what it says. Remotla uh, Chenobler, he said, Yukach na ma'at ma'im. He said, you're supposed to, a tzaddik should only say ma'at ma'im. Ma'im in ma'im al Taira. One or two words. He shouldn't say more than that. Some tzaddikim didn't even say that. And nevertheless, there were big tzaddikim and a lot of chassidim would come and flock and go towards them, come and visit them, etc. What were they going for? They didn't hear anything from the tzaddik. What were they going for? So it says, that there's some tzaddikim that just by looking at them they were you were inspired just by seeing them just that's looking at a tzaddik how could that be that by looking at a tzaddik you're inspired because because a tzaddik is a reish if it's a true tzaddik then he's a he's b'chinas reish so when you look at him you see a lukos you see you see you see God in it you're not looking at a you're looking obviously he's a bus of adam in the end of the day but you're not looking that's not what's here the bus of adam is not is not what's 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 relevant what you're looking at is you're seeing he's just seeing how the abishter is is. Being allowed, someone is not covering over the Eibushter. That's what you're looking at. You're not looking at a person which has his own, his own needs and his own feelings and his own, it's all about the Eibushter. So that itself, it gives you so much chayis. Just to look at a tzaddik like that. Okay. Now, when we spoke about um, in the Moshul, we said, we mentioned another prat in the Moshul. We said that because in the end of the day, only the brain of the son is openly connected to the brain of the father, whereas the tziponayim shabaregel, true that that's what they are, that they are a part of the zera, which comes from the brain of the father, but openly what you're looking at is, you're looking at tziponayim shabaregel. Because of that, there's a, there's a more of an indirect way that you could also clearly see in the tziponayim shabaregel that they're connected to the brain of the father. What is that? When you, the tziponayim shabaregel, how do they grow? How do they get in their chayis? From the brain of the son. Everything in the body is, is, comes through the brain, the brain. So if you look at tziponayim shabaregel, the fact that they're growing and they're alive and they're part of the body, it's because they're connected to the brain of the son. The brain of the son is openly connected to the brain of the father. 
So therefore, indirectly, you could also see an, an open connection, so to speak, between the Tzipanayim Shabaragel and the brain of the father. Because the Tzipanayim Shabaragel are connected to the brain of the son. The brain of the front of the son is openly connected to the brain of the father. So you see an open connection to the Tzipanayim Shabaragel and the brain of the father also. So I'll just explain that a little bit more also, because that's what we're going to go on now with this prat, with this detail. When you talk about Tzipanayim Shabaragel, it's not just if you want to know, if you want to see openly how, how connected it is to the brain of the father, then you have to get to the fact that it's connected to the brain of the son. It's more than that. If let's say you have Tzipanayim Shabaragel and you Shalom cut them off. I mean, Shalom by a person not a Chas but let's say you cut it off, right? If you cut off Tzipanayim Shabaragel, what is it now? Is it a part of the Zed of the father or not? Well, it depends. If you're talking about what it is, Be'etzem, that's where it comes from. It comes from the Zed of the Father, because it's all part of the body of the Son, which all comes from the Me'ech of the Father, Zed of the Father, which comes from the Me'ech of the Father. But it's so disconnected now that you can't anymore say that what it is now is a part of the brain of the Father. In other words, what, what it, where it comes from, yes, it comes from ultimately, at the end of the day, it comes from the brain of the Father. But right now, when you've cut off the Tzipanayim from the body, a body comes from the body, Bemahuse, a body of the Son, Bemahuse, what is it? It's a part of the, of the, of the Father. Just like, just like we explained before. We said, the brain of the Son, of course, what are you going to say? What is it? This is a shtick brain of the Father, right? And the rest of the body, it's not separate to the brain of the Son. Like we said, it's not possible for the, for the, for the brain to go and be misnas and say, I'm greater than the Tzipanayim Shabaregel. Why would that never happen? Because it's one body. That's what it is. So just like you understand that the brain of the Son, what is that? Not just where it comes from. What is this? This is a a reincarnation, a, this is just another duplicate of the, of the brain of the father, so so to the Tzipanayim Shabaragel, that's really what they are, right? That's all when you're talking about Tzipanayim Shabaragel that are part of the brain, that are still connected to the brain of the son. Once you take Tzipanayim Shabaragel and you cut it off, and it's not anymore part of the body, will you still say, what is this now? This is a shtick brain of the father? No. Right? Sorry? It's not it? Exactly. Exactly. That's what. Because it's not a shtick of the sons, it's not a shtick of the brain of the father either. Where does it come from? It comes from the brain of the father. But that's not what it is now. Right? So, when we talk about, and it's understood this point, yeah? So we talk about in the, in the Nimshal, right? We talk about uh, that every single Yid is connected to the Ebeshter, and that's what he is. Not just that he's connected to the Ebeshter. What he is, even if it's a Tzipanayim Shabbat, even if it's B'chinas HaKvayim, really, what is he? He's, he's Chachm of the Ebeshter. He's one with the Ebeshter. It's not enough for us to say that because we come from Hashem's Chachma, that's what we are. Everything comes from Hashem. Hashem created the world. Everything comes from Hashem. The question is, what are you right now? Not just where do you come from. So the way that we are still part of that what a Neshama is, even if it's B'chinnas HaKvayim, is really that it's a Chilak Mamish, is because the Neshamas down here are like a body. The Neshamas of Sadiqim are the brain, are the Reish, and we are the Akvayim. We remain connected, it's not, just like in the Mashal. It's not just that ultimately, where do we come from? We come from the Neshama, from Chachmei Love, the Ebeshta, and it manifested itself in Akvayim. It's more than that. It manifested itself in Akvayim, which are connected still to the Reish. Every single Yid receives his Chais, we're going to say in a second, this Chais of every single generation, so to speak, goes via, just like the brain gives Chais to the rest of the Gulf. A Yid gets his Chais from the Tzadikim of a generation. That's how the Ebeshta set it up. Why did the Ebeshta set it up in such a way? Because this way, we remain. Tzadik is a Reish. You look at him, you see a Lukos, like we said before. What are you? You're also part of that. You're part of that same body of the tzaddik, so to speak. You're also getting your chayis from the from the tzaddik, which is all clearly connected to the Abishta. So what are you then? You're part of that guf. So you're really also right? So this this part of the marshal, that's what he's going to explain now. This part that we still remain. It's not only that where we come from is from the Abishta's chachma. It's that right now we're like a body also 
and we're getting all the tzipanayim, the, the akvayim, all the lower, lower neshama, so to speak, are getting mechais from the tzaddikim. That's what he didn't say. He says, we're going to talk about that soon. That's, we're going to talk about that soon. We're going to, we're going to address that. We'll see. He, he, it's impossible to really break away, but you're right. If you break away, then it's, it's very bad. That's what we're going to talk about soon. We'll see. Let's see. He says, um, the line starts, again, it's four lines from the bottom, uh, three lines from the bottom, and the line starts Harishin, and the, it's in the middle of the line where it says key, towards the end of the line, key. The Yenikas Achayis, in other words, everything is living from the fact that the Ebesh is giving it Chayis. The Chayis that a Yid gets, even if he's a Befchinas Amoritz, Amoritz doesn't mean in, in this context someone which is an Amoritz uh, that he hasn't learned a lot. He could be even a person which learned a lot and still considered an Amoritz in the context that we're talking about here. We're talking about the people which are on a lower level, which are not considered Tamid Chacham Amitiyim. In other words, that they're not considered part davuk in chachma of the Eibushter. So the uniqueness of the chayis of, of a simple person, of, of simple people, where are the chayis, the godliness that they're getting, where does it go? It's not that they're getting just the Eibushter is giving the chayis like he's giving everything else chayis. The Eibushter is giving them chayis through the neshamas of tzaddikim. What does that add? That makes an unbelievable difference because he's getting it through the neshamas of tzaddikim. So he's like a body, one body with the tzaddik. It's just like a tzaddik. If you look at him, what do you see? You see the Ebeshter, you see man priyad navai darashbi. You don't see, there's nothing, there's no ego there whatsoever by a tzaddik. There's no him. He's so bottled to the Ebeshter. It's just about the Ebeshter. And you're really part of that body of the tzaddik. It's just like we said before in the Marshall. A tzipayden, a nail, is the same as a brain. There's, the brain is never going to be misnasa on a because it's one body. So what are you really? You're vaita really also a reish. You're really, one, you're really something which is totally bottled to the Ebeshter. It might not express itself in the same way like a tzaddik, but the fact that you're able to express it in some way, it motivates you sometimes, the fact that there's nothing besides the Ebeshter. You could live a life on some level with this reality that there's nothing besides the Ebeshter. That's because you're one body with the tzaddik. Right? Okay? Okay, now, now he's going to go on and explain also, like with your point, why, why it's like so important because of this, to be davuk with tzaddik, to be connected to tzaddik. But we know that this is one of the central things, and Chassidus, not specifically Chassidus Chabad, but Chassidus of uh, all the Talmud Yabashantiv. This theme of, of connecting to a tzaddik is a very big, uh, it's, a, it's a very important theme. We'll see, it's not just by Chassidus, the truth is, Chazal say it, they have to be Davik Talmud Chachamim. I'll bring soon also from Chassam Sefer. But, um, but it's definitely one of the, and Chassidus made a big ikr out of it, you know, that you have to be Davik with a tzaddik. I'll quote, like, for example, just, uh, I mean, it's full, all the Sifri Talmud Yabashanda are full of this, but I'll quote from Ibn Achim and Bresler of uh, one Lashon, just to show how, how much of a ikr he made it. He says, he says, Ikr va yisoyit shahakul tolibay, he says. He's lakash ra'atzmi la tzaddik shebedeir. Everything, the toli, everything you're saying, all of it is Hashem, everything is dependent on, and you have to makash yourself to the tzaddik. Lakabu dvara vashalei asher sheyeim alek yuzeh, you have to makabal what the tzaddik tells you. Davakatev davagadol, and v'levli lintes chas v'shalom edvar of yimin asmail. You shouldn't deviate whatsoever from what the tzaddik tells you. K'meish amr abiseinu rafilu emil chal yimin shesmail. Like Chazal say that you should listen to the sanadrim, even if they tell you about right that it's left. You should listen to them. So you have to listen to a tzaddik in that way. V'lahashlachem itikol achachmes v'lasalik daitik kilo einle shum seicha b'lada sheikav ma tzaddik v'rav shabadei. You have to so much so you have to be davuk in a tzaddik. You have to go to a tzaddik, not as if I already have pre, pre, uh, you know, days. I have, I, have, I have days that I have already before I came to the tzaddik, prior I came to tzaddik. Now I'm just going to hear something and get more inspired. No, you have to go like as if you know nothing and, and you know, and everything is only going to be what the tzaddik's teaching me. Of course, you're supposed to develop it and make sure you understand it properly also. I don't think that's what he's saying, that you should not use your seichel whatsoever. But he's saying when you go to a tzaddik, you shouldn't go with your days and then, you know, I'm also going to hear something nice from the tzaddik. You have to go and be 
it's only what the tzaddik saying, and then only after that take it and make sure you understand it, right? And, and this is this is like I said, all the svarim of the Talmud Rabbanu is full of uh, of this uh, uh, this concept that being davuk with tzaddikim is such a big ikkar. So the question is, why is it such a big ikkar? I mean, really, it's already Chazal make it a, such an important thing, but especially since why is it stressing it so much that it's such a big ikkar? And you know, I hear sometimes people will say, uh, you know, Yiddishkeit really is about the Eibushter. It's a God-centered religion, so to speak, and not a man-centered religion. So. So, if anything, it's like a nice time of gam. Like, well, what are we making such a big ikkid about a human being, a basa vadam? It's uh, it seems to make uh, things less about the Abishtu when we make such a big deal out of uh, basa vadam. The truth is, though, that punkvaket. The truth is the opposite. The truth is because we're so into the Abishtu, and especially chassidus, which revealed this even more and stresses even more that there's nothing besides the Abishtu, Tafka, because of that, there's such a stress on Sadiq. In other words, if serving the Abishtu meant that you're a human being, you're a person, there's you. You're just supposed to listen to the Eibishter. He created you, he's the creator, he runs the world. Listen to him, do what he says. Okay, then you, everyone can do what he says. But you don't need, to, maybe you need a guide, you need a tzaddik to guide you, but you don't need to be that, that should be your whole life, should be through the tzaddik, you should be so connected to a tzaddik on such a level, you shouldn't make such a ikir out of it. It's a nice thing to hear from a rav when you're younger, maybe someone to mechanach you, but more than that, that's not, that's not needed. If, however, the Indian is that a person should come to a live a reality where there's nothing besides the Eivishter. So how are you going to do that? What did we just say now? You need to have a Reish. You need to have someone which that is who he is. Openly, what do you look when you see him? You see there's nothing besides the Eivishter. There's no him. And if you're part, if you're double in that, you're like the Tzipanayim, which are not Chas cut off. You're like the Tzipanayim, which are part of that, part of the same body of that Reish. And that's your whole Avedis Hashem is going through the channel of that Reish. So then your Avedis Hashem is also going to take on some form of, on your level at least, on the level of Tzipanayim, that there's nothing besides the Eibishter. You could live that reality on some level at least. If, you, if it would be about just serving the Eibishter, then everyone could serve the Eibishter. But, but if now that it's about there's nothing besides the Eibishter, so if you're going to serve the Eibishter on your own, what, what kind of service of the Eibishter is it going to be? Like a Tzipanayim that doesn't have to do with the Reish. It's not going to be like a, a Tzipanayim that's connected to the Reish. You want to have that reality, you want to live with the reality that there's nothing besides the Eibishter. You've got to be connected to someone which really lives that reality in the fullest sense. And then you can express it on your level also. That's, that's the, that's the Nekudus Advarim, right? There's a, a story I once heard. It was a big chassid. He was very sharp. I'm not saying he said it in a very sharp way, so that was his way of bringing it up. But his name was Abzal Moshe. And he was, um, he was a very big chassid. He would dive him for hours and hours every day. And he, once he heard, overheard a few chassidim talking about different zuchreinahs from the Rebbe. Maybe it was the Rebbe Rashad. I don't know which Rebbe it was. And they were talking, they were remembering and his Shefer and his davening, and they were, you know, they were getting inspired, remembering his Avedis Hashem. So he was very sharp, so he didn't, he, he always liked to, you know, he liked to, he, he, he always sensed when there's a little bit of not emes, or when there's a little bit of misunderstanding, he used to bring it out in a sharp way. So he said to them, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. He said, like, if he's a real tzaddik, then you could talk about the way he ate breakfast also. You don't have to talk about just the way he did Shefer. Because if he's a real tzaddik, if he's a real tzaddik, then what does it mean a tzaddik? A tzaddik means that there's nothing besides the Eibishter. So even when he eats breakfast, it's a part of Avedis Hashem. There's no difference between his Keshev and... And if you're looking for someone who just... Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fine yid that davens nicely, etc. Okay, then he's not... Then, then we don't need him. That's not a tzaddik. Every person could try to do his maximum. In other words, if you're looking just for a yid, of course there's an Indian to talk about even yidim which are on a greater level than ourselves and to get inspired by them. But he wanted to bring out a point. He wanted to bring out a point that what a real tzaddik is, a rebbe, a real tzaddik, is not just someone who's serves Hashem on a little bit of a greater level than you, that his Tkir Shefer is a little bit more with his Sajidus than your Tkir Shefer. It's a different kind of life. It's a life where there's nothing besides, besides there's nothing, there's no them, there's all, all the Ebershter. That's what it means to be Miskashat to That's the type of Tzadik that we're looking to when we're, 
כתוב במרסקה של סטרצאט. לא סי אינסייד, היא סאז אוקיי, סאז בזה יובל. בזה יובל. מה עם רזל? הפוסק לדווקא בי, חזל סי, חזל אסק, how could you be דווקא מאבשטה? סאז מתאר את זה ציוויתי בדווקא מאבשטה? דווקא בי? Is it possible to be דווקא מאבשטה? אבשטה זה רק אשת סאז, how could you be דווקא מאבשטה? זה שכל הדווק ותלמיד החכמים, מה ילו לבא כוסף כאילו נדבק בשכינה ממש? חזל סי, if you דווקא מתלמיד החכמים, שכאילו מנשי בפור, הפי קבולה, the word תלמוד חכם means someone which is connected to the חכם of the אבשטה. It doesn't just mean someone which is על פי הלוכה תלמוד חכם. Of course the הלוכה definition of תלמוד חכם is a true definition that we have to keep the הלוכה so we have to keep the הלוכה so we have to keep the הלוכה. But when we talk about In previous attempts, Svarim, which are based on Kabbalah, this, the word, the terminology of Tamad Chochem doesn't just mean someone who happens to be Baki in many Mesechtis and in, in Paschim, etc. It means also someone who lives a life of, that Chochem of the Ebeshter is, is, is revealed by him. So, if so, Chazal say, That's what it means, How could you say that? You're Davik in a human being, that's how you're Davik in the Shechina? But according to what we just said, it's very clear. When you're Davuk in the Chacham, then you are still connected to your source. It's not just that you come from the Eibishtah's Chacham and the Eibishtah and his Chacham is one. It's not just that you're coming from the Eibishtah's Chachmah, you're still part of the Eibishtah's Chachmah. You're not like a Tzipayden, which is cut off from the body, and his packet comes from the Tzipayden of the Father, but it's cut off right now. You're like the Tzipayden, which is still part of the body. You're one thing with the, with the, with the Reish of the, of the Son, and therefore you're one thing with the Reish of the Father. And therefore a person has to be Davik, if he's Davik with the Chachamim, then he's Taka, he's, he's Taka Davik Pashkina. He's, he's one thing with the Eibishtah that, yeah, and he's able to live that reality in some sense, that ain't a in his level. Right? A quote also, just a, um, it's interesting, the lotion of the um, Chsam Sefer. Chsam Sefer says that He says, like, the entire, the Yiddish, all the, the Klal Yisrael is like one person. It's like as if there's one person. I mean, the name is Yisrael. Like as if there's one person called Yisrael. Just like a human being has different Eivarim, different uh, limbs, and they're separate. Is the same thing as with this great person, this uh, this person called Israel. The Gedali Israel, Akrev Malasham, those Gedali Israel, true Gedali Israel, which are close to the Eivishter, hate Mevchinas Meach and Neshama. They're the Meach and the Neshama, just like a human being, you have a Meach and Neshama. They're the Meach and the Neshama. And then he goes on there's different halakim, and he says, Yes, can I get kol Eivad? Okshem is dabkim zebezeh. Azai afagav she ani ain't any yochel lechavim betfilasi keroi. Even if I can't be mechavim, let's say I don't know how to daven properly, but if I'm if I'm connected to a tzaddik and I'm asking the mitzvah should go through that tzaddik, it's not like the through the tzaddik in the sense of a mamutza, like the Rambam says you shouldn't have a mamutza. It's through the tzaddik in the sense that I just want to be davuk in the eibushta, and therefore I want to be part of a brain. I want to be part of a a, a reality where there's nothing besides the eibushta. So if I'm connected to the god ladir and that's the way I'm davening, then my tefillah is go is able to be niskabel more. So we see even the. This is a uh, brought out in different ways in different svarim, but this is the same same teichin of what we say over here in Tanya, right? Yeah. And now he says, now he asks the question which you asked before: What about those people which are patient v'meri demetamid chacham? You have people which are chazav shalom, mevaza, and they go against true tamid chacham and true tzaddikim, and they. So what about them? What what so he says? Yinikas nefesh roch neshamah shlehem is mepchinas achirayim shal nefesh roch neshamah tamid chacham. There's a concept called achirayim. Achirayim means like this. For example, let's say I go, I have to give someone something, but I really don't like it, but I have no choice, I have to give it to him, for business purposes or whatever it is. So I, I throw it over my shoulder and I let him take it from behind my shoulder. 
So it's not just a, a, a question of I'm showing you my face, I'm not showing you my face. Showing face represents something. When you show someone your face, it represents that you're giving it with your whole heart. You, you like him. You're not just giving it to him. You're giving it to him and you're there. When you give someone something and you're not showing him your face, you're giving it to him. In practice, you're giving it to him, but you're not there. It's just, you're, just the mice is there that I'm giving it to him. Like it says, like it says, Baksha Hashem is Ponai, Spanech Hashem Avakish, it says. It says, like we were looking for Hashem's Ponim. It says, Spanech Hashem Avakish. There's no, the Abish is everywhere always. When we do Tshuva, we're asking that the Abish to Panach Hashem Avakish. We're asking that Hashem should relate to us, not in a way of Achidayim. He shouldn't just give us life, but He should give us life, so to speak, with His premiers. That Hashem should want to give us life. Same idea over here. We say, every single Yid, in the end of the day, is a Yid. Even a yid which is peishamered b'tamad chacham, he still has a chelik lekamim almach. So he's not like the tziponayim which are cut off. If he would be like the tziponayim which are cut off, you wouldn't say that he has a chelik lekamim almach. His source maybe comes from chachmi love the Ebrista, but the source of everything comes from the Ebrista. Right now, what is he? He's not something which is connected to Hashem's chachma. He's, he's something independent. But that's not the case. Even peishamered b'tamad chachamim, they are still getting chayis from the tamad chacham, just like the tzipayin which is in the regel, which is still getting chayis from the mayach. The only thing is. The chayis comes with chinas In other words, they're like getting this like very watered and diluted chayis, which is without any pinimis. Practically speaking, what that means is like this. Every yid is a yid. Every yid is a chilek l'kamim al-mamsh. We're going to learn later and later, Prakim, the fact that a yid is moist nefesh. We have even a kausha b'kalim. We have people which are the lowest level, and nevertheless, they will give up their life not to be kaifer and ayibish tachas v'shal. When it comes to a shas there's been many cases like that in history. There are people which are mamsh kausha b'kalim. Possibly even lower than a patient of a every single Indian, and they nevertheless they give up their life for the Abishta. Where does that come from? That comes because he's one with the Abishta. He just he doesn't feel like he can he can stay alive with, with when he when this through disconnecting totally with the Abishta. If he would have to be Zamunazid, he can't live like that. It just doesn't make sense for him to live because that's who he is. Who he is is a part of the Abishta. So every yid still has that. The only thing is. Does he have it on a day-to-day life, or does he have it on these extreme cases when someone is asking him to be kaifer in Yiddishkeit? So, in the end of the day, he's getting chayis from the Tamil That's why he's still going to be meis nefesh when he's when it comes to this shasli uh, sign. If he wouldn't have that, if he wouldn't be, if he would be nichras chas v'shalom, if he'd be like the tzipayim, which is no longer connected to the body, he wouldn't have this pull to be meis nefesh when it comes to a case of uh, kiddush Hashem either. The fact that he does do that shows that he is still getting chayis from the Tamil But on a day-to-day life. Can he live with the reality that there's nothing besides the Ebeshtah on his level even? That's only someone which is connected to Tamil Chacham. That's only, right? He might be in extreme cases will come out that he's a Yid. But you want to live your life, your regular life, in a, in a case of, uh, in a way, in a, this reality that there's Enam each person on his level, there has to be some Indian of Iskashas, Sadiqim, some level of receiving from the Gdele Adir, from Sadiqim, from the Rosh Alfi Yisrael, from the, for those Neshamas, which are B'vchinas Mayach. Okay. Now, he goes on, and he asks a question, which is kind of like a side point a little bit. He says like this. What kind of neshama the son is going to have is dependent on the thoughts that the parents have. In other words, the Gemara already says that there's, you know, this, this, there's nine types of very bad thoughts that can bring to a, a son which is not going in the right direction. But the Zayah makes much more of an Asik out of it and says that it really depends on what level of kavanas that you have. And that's going to be the level of the neshama, etc., the level of what kind of son it's going to be. So this is kind of 
a little bit different to the way we're explaining things now. We've explained that the whole process of the difference of levels of Neshamas all has to do, if you remember from last week, has to do with the way it came down into this world, the way Hashem, so to speak, sent it down into this world. Remember, if we remember, we gave last week a marshal of someone which is traveling somewhere and he um, is going through a different stop, which is in a different country. So some places he's just taking that stop because there's no other way to get to, the, to his final destination without going through that stop. Then you have another person which stops at that stop and tours the place and, you know, gets, gets affected by the place too. Every neshama has to go down through the Dawa Dailamas. It comes from Hashem, from Atzilas, and it comes down through Bri, Yitzir, and Asiyah. Every neshama goes down through the other Elamas. The question is, does it take on the form of the other Elamas? Or does it just, just that's the say to the way Hashem sends down a neshama here, so to speak. So those neshamas which have Bifchinas Mayach, which have Bifchinas Reish, they're even down here, they're like, a, like they're in Atzilas. They're like, they, they never changed. The other neshamas, so to speak, developed more, got a form, a different, more of a Chitzeni, something, the way they, they, the way it expresses itself, the fact that isn't as clear when it comes down here. So this is all Tepali on the way that Eibish, so to speak, set down the Nesham into this world. Whereas in Zayar and Zayar Chodesh, it seems to be Mashma that it's not dependent on the way the Nesham came down into this world. It's all dependent on what the parents are having Kavanis during Bishaz Tashmish. So that's what the Alter Rebbe here is trying to, to reconcile. Right? That's his question. Regardless of the level of that Nesham, it seems like you're saying that the thought during Tashmish is more important than the actual that's exactly the question. In other words, is there is the level is the level dependent on the fact that there are two? Uh, are you talking about the levels of the parents? You're saying, okay, that's a, let's not get into that. That's a discussion which is in uh, Ches. It could be that, that's also a discussion. Could it could a son which is on a lower neshama grow down a higher neshama? When we get to Perikut Ches, maybe we'll get into that a little bit. Goes into that a little bit more detail. That's also a question. But here his question is more: if it's totally on the parent, dependent on the parents' thoughts. It seems to be that it's not dependent on the Abishtas deciding how the Neshama comes down here. It's all dependent on what kind of thoughts they had, right? So that's, that's, that's what he's trying to reconcile here. So he says that they're talking, the Zayah is not talking about the level of the Neshama. He says, There's a concept called the Levush. Let me explain this a little bit. In other places, it explains it like this. We spoke already in previous year on that there's the Nefesh Bahamis and there's the Nefesh Lakis. right? In the end of Pedakalf, we discussed the Nefesh Bahamis, and that's the life that a person has. The fact that you're alive, um, you feel hungry, you feel uh, tired, you have feelings, all the Nefesh Bahamis. The guf is alive through the Nefesh Bahamis. Even a guy has an alive guf, that's because he has a Nefesh Bahamis. Ayid has something extra that he has a Nefesh Lakis. That's his true say, his true being, his inner being. Nefesh Lakis is one thing with the Yevishter. But the, the, what a person does a mitzvah, he needs the Nefshah Bahamas, so to speak, to do the mitzvah. This is explained later in Tanya, in Perek He says like this, you're doing a mitzvah with your physical body. Let's say you're wrapping tefillin, using your hand, right? You're doing it with your physical body. The Nefshah Lakis is too far from the body, by nature, to be able to be pile on the body that it should do something on its own. Because the Nefshah Lakis is all about the Eibishter. A body is something physical, something so low, physical. What kind of connection does the Nefesh Lakis have with the, nefesh abah- with the body? It uses the Nefesh Bahamis, and that way it's able to repel the on the body. Because the Nefesh Bahamis has, so to speak, within it a little bit of both. The Nefesh Bahamis, on the one hand, it's Bruchnis, it's not Gashmis. When we talk about life, we're not talking about something Gashmistic. When someone passes away, the body's still there, what's left him? His life. Can you touch that life that's left? Can you, can you, can you say where it went? It's not Gashmis, it's Ruchnis. Life, even the Nefesh Bahamis, is a Ruchnistic thing. On the other hand, it's ruchnis. Ruchnis doesn't mean godly necessarily. Ruchnis uh, just means that it's not physical. Doesn't have. It doesn't have. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. 
It's not, it's not, it's, it's still very Megushim, though, the Nefesh Abamis. What's the Nefesh Abamis all about? Feeling yourself, getting hungry, feeling tired, all about Guftika type of things. So the Nefesh Abamis, even though it's Ruchnius, has some Safa Meshutefes, some, you know, there's some, some common denominator with him and the, and the Guf, and therefore he can connect to the Guf. The Nefesh Abamis has something in common with the Nefesh Abamis, because in the end of the day, the Nefesh Abamis is at least Ruchniistic. So if the Nefesh Abamis wants to be Poyol, do something in the Guf, he needs to use the Nefesh Abamis, so to speak. Only through the Nefesh Abamis can the Nefesh Abamis do what it does. So when a person puts on tefillin, who's, we're going to learn later, we're going to understand this a lot better when we learn over the Prakim. When a person does a mitzvah, it's the Nefesh Abamis doing the mitzvah, but it's via the Nefesh Abamis. So the Nefesh Abamis is referred to as a lavush. A lavush that the Neshama is able to do all its mitzvahs through. And the lavush is dependent on the parents. Now, the Nefesh is totally, so to speak, the Nefesh is totally straight from the Ebeshta, so to speak. The parents are the one that form the Levush, the Nefesh Abamis. And therefore, because the Nefesh Abamis is the way you do mitzvahs, you have people that by nature are more able, and the people by nature are less able. Is that dependent on the level of Neshama they have? Not necessarily. It could be a person which has a very high level of Neshama, and he could, if he'll work on himself, he'll become a big tzad. But he's not, by nature, not an edelah person. Why is that? That's because of the nefesh abamis that he has. The kind of nefesh, we spoke already in the, in the first period, if the midas that a person has, even the natural midas are from the nefesh abamis. So therefore, a, 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 you have a very edelah person, that's because he has a very edelah nefesh abamis. It speaks about in, in, in Lakutateta, about Adam Kiyakim, it says over there, that the kabanis is a marshal for the nefesh abamis. You have to bring up your nefesh abamis to the abish. It's just like by kabanis, you have, you have a seh, you have a shayr, and animals, you have animals which are more edel, you have animals which are less edel. Every person has a different kind of nefesh abamis. Where is that coming from? That's coming from the thoughts of the parents of Bashas Tashvish. Depending on what kind of machshavas and kavanas they have, that's going to be the level of his nefesh abamis, how refined, how edel it's going to be. But we're not talking about the actual nefesh abamis. That's inside. It says, No, look, look what he says. Look, wait, 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 wait a minute. Let's see. Let's see one second. Look what he says. He says, He says, Every single neshama has to have a levush which comes from his parents. Every mitzvah that you do is all via that levush. Even more than that, even the, the hashpoys that you get, Hashem gives it to you via that levush, it says. Not getting into now in detail what that means. Says, no, no, via, via. That's just to say that via. Not because of that levush, because it goes through that levush. If you'll be Makadish yourself, then you'll be Mamshech Levush Kaddish. Even a Neshama needs Kiddush In other words, he's going to say in a second, you could have a very, very great Neshama, and it's born to Amiyaret, so to simpletons, people which are not Makadish Atzmi properly, and they, it's a, you don't, you'll never necessarily notice the potential of that Neshama. If he has that potential, in other words, let me just make it a little clear. The nisham that we were talking about before, nisham is That's not totally on pchira. Pchira that you have is not is not on what level of you're going to be. Pchira is to keep teira mitzvahs. It's one of the ikradas that every person can keep teira mitzvahs. That's of course every single person has pchira to keep teira mitzvahs. What level if you're going to be like a rishim ba'yichoy, which is man No, you don't necessarily have pchira to be on that level of rishim ba'yichoy. You have pchira to do what you're supposed to do, which is to keep teira mitzvahs, right? Why are some people able to have that potential that they can get a lot greater and some people don't? That's because they have a different kind of nisham, right? But the, the, sometimes to get to that potential might be more difficult, to reveal that potential might be more difficult because of the kind of lavush that you have. So that's why the parents play a big role. The parents have to, take a, have to, have to try to act properly because uh, that, that makes a big effect. That makes it true that if he has a nisham and it's, and, and it's born in a, with a grab of lavush, 
he might, he, of course, if he has the potential, ultimately he might be able to reveal it. But he's going to have a lot of a harder job because the lafush that he has is a lot, uh, lot less refined. So there's a lot more covering over, so to speak, his great, his great love. But he says, he says, sometimes you have, sometimes you have a very low person which is, has born to him the greatest Hashem. It doesn't, I, he's an ish nizel Hashem, and his machshavas are not the way they're supposed to be. It doesn't matter. That's, uh, that's just, uh, that, that's nothing to do with him, what kind of Hashem is nimshach, right? So he's the lavush that they're going to have, is takanak of the Bibi Sadaz, and it's not going to be a good lavush. But it's, uh, but the Hashem that's born is a very high Hashem. Meshkos Variza calls up a kotitayda, pashas vayeda, but time memitzah pashas vayeda, all this is explained, he says, in the Kisvei Hariza. They say, uh, one time the, the Rebbe Hashem was um, learning the Chavrusa, with his friend, the Akamot Chapotavu, which is himself was a great person. Uh, obviously, there's a but there's many stories about his, uh, his great level of Havid Hashem. And he was learning together with Rabbi Hashem, and the Fidik Rebbe, the Rabbi Hashem's son, the sixth Rebbe, was, in a, was a baby, and he was, in a, he was in a crib right next to them when they were learning. And the Akamot Chapotavu said that he sees on this son the way he was born, he could see on him right away. Now, those great people could see if the lavush is a, a pure lavush or not such a pure lavush. But that's the, that's the part that's dependent on the parents. The etzim and the itself, that's totally the Abish to decides what kind of nesham is going where and in what situation. And uh, you could have even a, so, so therefore, even someone who's born, has to show him, uh, she's born not in the right way, but he might have great, great potential. He shouldn't say just because I have a grab lavush, I seem to be by nature a grab person, that I have very low potential. That's no connection. His potential is not dependent on and his and his chitzenius and his lavush. Okay. So arguably greater potential because they have more to more to provide. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah.